Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, Matt here. I just wanted to um, let you guys know that potentially in next month, I might be doing a workshop on scrupulosity. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there and just let you know that that might be coming um, either September or October. And so uh, on this episode, I wanted to talk about a question that I got on dealing with anxiety and major social issues. And so just want to let you know this, this particular episode is not going to get necessarily political on uh, it by me. We're going to discuss kind of high topics on it, but we're not, we're not really talking about specific aspects of it. It's more, how do I navigate the stress and anxiety of political discord, you know, major social issues, right? Elections, uh, all this stuff that's, that's kind of going on. So um, also uh, for those of you that are looking for support with OCD and anxiety or looking for help on your journey to recovery uh, over at RestoredMinds.com, we have various resources to help you with that, various different programs um, and, and different levels of support that we provide. So please check that out as well as in the notes, I have a link to a workshop that I recently did on breaking free from OCD and anxiety and a free guide as well. And for those of you that are a benefit from the show, um, we also have an a option where you can help uh, the show by donating. By donating, And so there's a little link in, in the notes where you can support us as well if you feel, um, you know, compelled to do so. So we appreciate any and all support. And as always, by liking and subscribing, um, that always helps the show as well. So let's go ahead and talk about anxiety and major social issues. So, you know, if you're living in the United States like I am, um, there's a lot of lot of discord, you know, a lot of a lot of clashing that's happening, and you know, there's major things that are going on, right? You know, and there's major subjects that people are very passionate about, um, whether it be climate, gun control, immigration, abortion, right? You know, like kind of there's there's some there's a lot of people that have very different views on these subjects. And there's a lot of clashing taking place. And, you know, social media has not helped this in any way, shape or form, um, you know, because the, you know, I mean, everyone can just tweet now and just say whatever they think uh, and in a very unfiltered way. And um, so, but this can produce a lot of, a lot of stress and anxiety for, for people as a byproduct for, for a variety of reasons, whether it's an election coming up and you're worried that your party may or may not, uh, you know, gain or lose power. Uh, and when it, when it comes to, which then is going to, you know, obviously trickle down into the social issues that you care about. And there's nothing wrong with caring about social issues and having your stance and having your beliefs, um, of what you, what you think should happen. Right. You know, like that, that's a great part about being in, in the United States, um, is that we have the freedom to say, Hey, like, this is what I think. And this is what I believe. And 
but, but now it's, it's kind of getting to the point where when things aren't going, um, and how people want, it can cause a lot of internal discord. So I don't want to, I want to talk about this from a high level today. Cause I want to offer some just, just general, um, thoughts. And again, you can take them and, and, you know, if, if they help great. And if not, then throw them away. It's okay. You don't need to, you don't need to take them with a grain of salt as always. I'm not the end all say all or end all be all on anything when it comes to any of this stuff. So first and foremost, let's talk about just being anxious about things beyond our control. And let's kind of just talk about that concept. When we are getting anxious about something that's beyond our control, what's happening is, is we're putting our body into a, a state of stress. And yes, our body is designed to, to navigate and to process stress. But if we're consuming content consistently, and I mean, I'm talking like daily or even hours per day, that is causing us to be in a state of stress or anger or discord internally, we have to sit there and take a cost benefit analysis of that. Because at the end of the day, for, for most of us, we can do what we can do. We can submit our vote on something. And a lot of, a lot for most of us, that's kind of like the, the end of, of where our control over a matter happens. We can vote, we can vote people into office one way or the other. And again, it doesn't matter what side you're on. It really, it really doesn't. But, but like, that's kind of the extent we can, you know, move towards and we can donate to certain, certain organizations. We can volunteer our time if we're really passionate about an issue and that's what we can do, right? You kind of, you kind of look at what you can actually do and that's what you focus your energy on. But if you're getting worked up over things way beyond your control, the cost benefit of that, you need to look at yourself and just say, Hey, like, is this worth it? Is this worth me being angry about all the time? Is this worth me being afraid about all the time? What's this doing to my body, putting this in this kind of lower vibration or, you know, more negative emotional state? And in I, when I'm in that state, how am I then interacting in my environment? What kind of, you know, for me, what kind of father am I, right? What kind of husband am I, right? What kind of, you know, coach or, you know, or, or you know, teacher am I? If I'm, if I'm working with someone, you know, and, and this is, or, you know, if I'm going to the grocery store, if I'm doing something with a friend, right? Like what, how am I bringing myself into that situation? How is that impacting me? That's the first question I would ask because in, in almost every situation, uh, you know, and this is what I, I preach a lot in, in taking back control we always want to work within first, right? If we think that we need to change the outside world for us to be okay internally, there's a good chance you're going to struggle in this life. And I mean, significantly, like if you can't be okay in here without the outside world being a certain way that you need it to be, or you think you need it to be, that's going to cause you a lot of pain in this life. Because you don't have control over the outside world. As much as you'd like to think that you do, as much as you'd like to pretend that you do, or other people like to pretend that you do, you don't. Okay. Um, 
because you, you can't control other people's behavior. You can try to, you can try to manipulate, you can try to coerce, you can try to do all these things. But at the end of the day, other people are other people and they get to make their own free action. And so if you're trying to control the world and you think the world needs to be a certain way for you to be okay internally when it comes to fear, um, you know, I'm. it's it just that it's going to, it's very, very difficult. I've yet to meet someone who's actually able to do that. And so the work then becomes, okay, how do I work with myself, right? How do I work with myself? And when it comes to stress and anxiety, especially related to social, like major social issues, let's first ask ourselves, is there, is there a benefit? Like what's the cost benefit to me being worked up about these issues? And like, is, is that, is that helping me bring the best version of myself into the roles that I need to fulfill on a day-to-day -day basis? For most of us, we can probably answer, oh, you know, maybe not, you know? Like, yes, is it important to express your view? Sure. You know, in the, in the right context, is it important to vote if you want to? Absolutely. Right. Is it important to donate to organizations that you believe in? Just sure. Right. Volunteer your time where you best see fit. Absolutely. But when it comes into you trying to control other people to make yourself feel better, it's like that's that's where that's where that starts going down a real negative path. Um, because it assumes, again, that, you know, everything. I mean, the reason these issues are so dividing is because they're so complex, right? They, like, it's not as simple as like, it's not black and white, right? And that's why they're so dividing. And that's why when you talk to people on both sides of every issue out there, it's, it's, you know, there's always, you know, you can, you know, people make arguments for both sides, now, sure. Do I have certain stances that I take? Yeah. Do I try to get other people to agree with them? No, because that's their own journey. And, and you know what? And like, I don't pretend to know their whole story and to more importantly think that I'm, I'm so correct that I need to change other people to my ways of thinking because there's still a whole bunch of information out there that I still need to go through to make the most educated decision that I can, you know? But, but what's more important is, is that with those issues, there's what I think about them, but I don't, I don't allow myself to get roped up into the political chaos or, you know, certain issues to the point where now it's disrupting me on a day-to-day -day basis. So I'm not bringing my best self into all the roles that I need to fulfill in my day-to-day -day life. So that's, that's the first thing is just understanding, Hey, like what's the cost benefit of me allowing myself to get so emotional over certain things because because again if i'm giving my if i'm giving power away to something outside of me and letting it make me so emotional that i'm like not functioning that at my optimal ways that's that's a problem i'm giving that power away so the the next thing is is like okay well like what can we do if we're feeling anxious um about certain topics or you know the world or politics whatever the, the answer I would have is focus on yourself. What do I mean by that? Well, learning to be with feelings when they come up. See, most people, right, we, we have this belief that anxiety is bad. The moment we sense in our body, we try to get rid of it. We resist it. We do everything we can to get rid of it. This is why anti-anxiety meds, you know, are essentially a pen, you know, a real epidemic right now, right? 
and, you know, things like any kind of self-medicating we can do. That's a lot of what people are doing is they get stressed and they self-medicate. So working on the ways that you self-medicate or you cope or you try to get rid of feelings in your body, that would be a great first place to work at, in my opinion, because now we're talking about really just being with yourself, actually allowing feelings to surface in your body, actually learning to work through feelings. I mean, you know, um, I think Rumi has a, you know, just a great quote, like, you know, yesterday I was, you know, and I can't, uh, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but the, the basic concept is like, you know, yesterday I was really wise or really smart. So I was trying to change the world today. I've wisened up and I'm just going to try to work on myself. And, and the idea is, is like, look, going out and trying to change everyone outside of you. So you're okay. in here is a broken system. It's a broken model. Whereas if we all work on ourselves, and, and actually have the ability to be with ourself and, and to be with people who think differently than us and to, and to actually stay completely in balance. I mean, man, dude, what if we could do that, you know, and have objective conversation without trying to, again, change other people, you know, it's like, like literally if the goal of your, like, if your goal was like, Hey, in this conversation, and I know this person, you know, has very different views of me. I'm going to try to just remain in, in, in balance in myself. I'm going to try to remain in control of myself. Like that. And again, this is just a different way of looking at it. You may agree with this. You may not. That's okay. But then on a larger scale. So the first thing I would say is, Hey, yo, learn to work on yourself, learn to work on yourself. Cause that work right there is the work no one wants to do, and people would rather dedicate their whole lives trying to change certain certain issues or do this outside of themselves so they never have to look at themselves. That's what I fundamentally believe. Doing the work on yourself is scary, it's hard, and it's the bravest journey I think people will take. And the most empowering journey I think people will take if they choose to. The second thing I would say is letting go of over-identification with certain concepts, specifically politically. You know, and again, whether you're conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat, it, it, it doesn't matter, right? What I'm, what, like when you are over, this is, this is a concept that, that is important to understand. When you are over-identified with something, what happens is, is that you aren't even talking about certain issues anymore. You're simply protecting an identity that you've adopted. No one's born into a specific, a specific political identity, right? Like that's not like, it's something that we adopt. It's at a certain point. If, if you do, I don't really have a particular political identity, um, you know, and, and I, cause I really try to, again, let go of a lot of identities, but let, let's look at a different issue, right? So let's say that you identify as a sports team, a certain sports team fan, right? And you're like, I'm this fan of, of whatever team in whatever city. There are people that will literally physically and violently beat other people up because they identify as a different fan base. I mean, when you think about that, this is just wild to me. Right. That like a certain fan of this team, certain fan of this team, they get together and then all of a sudden they're fighting and physically hurting each other. In some cases, maybe even killing each other 
because they identify with one team and they identify with another team. And, and what happens is, is that it's not anything about the teams that matter or the players or anything like that. It's just this person is like, this is my identity and this threatens my identity or my story, right? And so I have to defend the identity. And that's what happens, I think, when you're talking about major social issues is that, yes, each side tends to have their stance on social issues. But when people start talking about social issues and they, and they start getting aggressive or angry or all that, what's happening is, is you've lost sight of the actual issue that you think you're talking about. And really you're defending an identity that you hold on to of whatever that is. I'm this party, I'm this party. And the, the talking about an issue is just, that, that's why I usually when you'll see is like, if someone's a, a part of a certain party, they'll just take a default stance on, on all social issues and, and really kind of drop most critical thinking. Cause if you're really using critical thinking, I mean, you can see, you see, most of the issues and you can actually see kind of both sides of, of each thing, right? That's why they're very complex topics. And, but, but this idea of letting go of identities, when you talk about like really working on yourself on a, on like, Hey, how can you work on this on a real deep level really is about, Hey, how can I maybe let go of identities or really loosen my grip on some of these identities so that I have the ability to go into a conversation level-headed, to go out, to have the ability to listen to what someone else has to say, to have the ability to sit there and say, hey, you know what, I might, I, I might not be right on this. You know, I've been on this earth 35 years and maybe I don't have all the answers, right? Maybe, maybe I've yet to completely figure out everything there has to do with life and my time here. And because of that, instead of having to put my stuff out there, it's like, maybe I have a lot more to learn. And these kind of stances will, again, prevent you from feeling like you have to control the world out there. So if you can begin to work on yourself from an emotional level, that's step one. And then even at an identity level, that would be step two, in my opinion, because then you're, you're starting to open yourself up enough to not get so disrupted by your environment or things that happen on the news or things that happen in everyday life. And if you can remain in balance, what will happen is you will then be able to bring the best versions of yourself into the things that really matter in your day-to-day -day life, your relationships, your parenting, your job right? Your coworkers, right? The people that you just interact with every day, you're going to bring the best version of yourself into that. And for some reason, because we have these extreme identity politics and, you know, the, the discord that everyone, the discord and drama that everyone loves to get involved, most people are bringing in very poor versions of themselves into their everyday interactions over things that are completely out of their control and have nothing to do with them. And more and, and, and so when you start to step back from these and say, hey, yeah, like, of course, what you think matters. It, absolutely. But, you know, if you're letting it overtake you to the point where you're you're it's inter impacting just how you're living your day to day life, maybe it's time to step back, work on yourself more. And again, even working at the identity level and letting go of some of that, that I think would be when we're talking about how to personally navigate this, some of the best steps that we can take collectively, everyone, you know, 
So these are just some thoughts on, uh, on this topic. So hope they hope they've been helpful. And, uh, you know, again, as always take everything with a grain of salt. And if you're looking for help with, um, you know, OCD anxiety, again, head over to restoredminds.com. We have tons of options for you of, uh, of various ways we can support you. So, um, make sure to do that. And, uh, again, either, uh, enroll in the two day workshop or you can complete an application. So, Thank you for your time and energy. Hope you guys have a great week. And uh, I wish you guys nothing but you know success and joy uh, as you go through the week. Take care. Hi there, Matt Cotty here. And thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you. And the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.